Hello, this is Lindsay. And this is Candace. Welcome to our lady parts. And we are not talking about our vaginas. Not today. No, probably, I don't know if we ever <laughs> will talk about that type. Maybe in the future we'll talk about some health stuff, but... We can talk about periods. Yeah, not today. Not today. Um, <laughs> how was your week, Lindsay? My week was so boring. Mine kind of was too. I think the most exciting part of my week was coming over here with my husband yeah, to your fun. house. Mm-hmm. We had dinner. Candace cooked us dinner. Well, I didn't cook. Will cooked yeah. us dinner. <laughs> Candace's husband cooked us dinner. Okay, so I do not cook. You'll learn that about me. I so funny. I will go out to any restaurant whenever anybody wants. If someone will text me, be like, "Hey, you want to go out to lunch?" If I haven't already had lunch, I'll be like. Let's go. Oh my gosh. Breakfast, lunch, dinner. I am an out to eat person. I the only thing I can cook if my husband has class at night and I am in charge of making dinner, I make my kids box macaroni and cheese because I am the mom of the year and I cannot cook. <laughs> that is so funny. Candace, you know my favorite thing to do is cook. Oh my gosh. I've been so busy lately. We haven't gotten to cook dinners and I literally had a meltdown. I think it was Friday night. I started like crying about it. Not like boohoo crying, but like tearing up. It's like, I miss healthy food because I've been eating out or like. Oh, I remember seeing food. on your Instagram, you do like cooking. I've I seen do. stuff that you were cooking and stuff like making like, were you making like options where you could make it super unhealthy, but you were making it healthy? Yes. Yeah. I That's remember. My favorite thing to do is take a really unhealthy meal like Sloppy Joe and turn it oh. into something that is delicious, but also extremely like good for you, so that you can eat as much as you want, and you're not. Do you just have change out? Do you change out the protein to like turkey? No, I feel very strongly about eating beef over turkey. Okay. Um, this is a podcast for another day, but yeah, <laughs> no, seriously, not not the meat. It's more like the artificial ingredients or like how fresh things are. Like you're not like me, who you just ground some beef and then. Throw on some sloppy Joe mix, mac, whatever it's called, mix on it, yeah, and mix it and put it on a hamburger bun. I mean, I've done that, but no, I prefer not to do that. Yes. I prefer to make like take the tomato from a tomato and put it into a sauce. But then when I do make a recipe, I think of people like you who are like, I, you're crazy and don't have time for that. So then I'll alter it and say, well, if you don't want to make the sauce, here's what you can use. That's a healthy option. Yeah, that's a good idea. I need some tips. Y'all have to give me some tips. I know. Um. M- yeah, I'm glad that you guys came over. So we actually did, we took the pictures and stuff that you guys have obviously already seen that are on our Instagram and stuff and for our podcast artwork. And then we had Lindsay and Ben come over for dinner. It was kind of like a little celebration. It was. To like pump up our podcast. But we had dinner together and we all just kind of sat in a circle around here in the office and just chatted and talked. And my kids were not going to bed. No. And they were wanting in we on the party. We it, though. Yeah, they were all over the place. But we had such a good time. And, yeah, Will loved Ben. So ben, ben has been in timeout for m- months now where he I wouldn't let him leave the house and, like, talk to my friends because he's so grouchy. And mm. he's finally out of timeout. And he came over and he loved Will. He good. Loved him. Will loved him. Um. Yeah, we had a lot of fun. And and then you guys are both coming back over on Friday. Yes. I told Ben that we we're coming over Friday night and he goes, I have to go to the liquor store. <laughs> I was like, what has happened? Okay. <laughs> fine. Yeah. That's funny because last night I told Will, I was like, I can't spend any money this week. I need to save all the money because I need to go to the liquor store and buy all the alcohol. <laughs> I think we're going to bring over mojitos. (laughs) Oh, I've never had a mojito. Well, Ben wants to do this thing because we're serving them at Thanksgiving. 
So you want like a trial? He wants, he wants a trial. He wants to do a mojito off where we pick two different recipes. And I was like, I don't have time to pick a mojito recipe. You pick two recipes. I'll make one. You make one. And we'll decide who's his best. And he was like, that's not a mojito off. That's just making mojitos and then testing them. And I was like, what's the difference? Yeah, I've never had one. So I'll be interested in trying them. Um, I'm pretty much just been getting ready my house for the week. It's a mess. It's getting professionally cleaned on either Wednesday or Thursday, I think. It I needs that you done. Get your house professionally Heck yes. I will we will get into that in a second. But yes, I pay somebody monthly to come clean my house. Um I'm actually trying somebody new this time. Um Is that scary? It is scary. I've used the same girl for a long time. She's listening to this. I still love you. Um I am just changing it up a little bit because um, I'm getting, like, a deal, basically. Like, a oh. really good deal. Yeah, okay. Um, and I'm just like, why not? Like, let, let me save a little bit of money. Absolutely. I don't try think this. anyone can yeah, no. be upset with that. No. And so um, I'm having it done on Wednesday, Thursday. I do this because this was my goal. Like, I, am, I have three kids. I run my own business. If I fork out hundred dollars or less once a month to get something off my plate that stresses me out to just eliminate that stress for me why not do that absolutely and like I people look at me and they're like I know people are like you're a stay-at-home mom basically like you're not a stay-at-home mom no I'm home with my kids during the day during the week but most like in the evening times there's lots of times I'm not home in the evenings and I'm definitely not home almost every single weekend right and then when my kids are home, I'm trying to basically juggle them and keep them occupied so I can do my work in my office throughout the week because it is so much post editing. Like I have to edit. I need to keep up with my website. I need to send out my contracts. I need to figure out all my taxes. Literally every, there's so much more into running a photography business and just picking up your camera and going out and taking pictures. It's so much. And so I am, and I have like contractor employees basically that are my assistants and my second shooters and I need to make sure they're available for specific days and emailing and there's so much so cleaning a house usually always puts it on my back burner so if I didn't hire somebody to do it just want to get done and then it stresses me out which makes me not like I always tell Will it just completely unmotivates me and so I like my house clean and organized and everything yeah. so I can continue with my organization. I have to say this. As a person who um, cleans as a nervous habit. Me too. I can appreciate that on such a level that you're not letting that go. And you're recognizing that you can't put it on your plate and still finding a way to get it done. Because, like, there's some people who just don't clean their house. And I, that's oh. okay if you're that person. I'm not that person. I'm me neither. So, like, if, Candace, if you were to come over to my house today, I cleaned it this morning and I'd be like, it's a mess. If because you, my messy. house is a mess right now. It might not look, it doesn't look like it to yeah, me. Yeah, like, it's like upstairs, yeah. everything is just like, it's a mess. And I, it's a nervous thing. I have a nervous thing too. I remember when I was young, actually, I remember this because my mom called me out on it or somebody called me out on it. Anytime my parents would fight before they got a divorce or anything like that, I would start cleaning. I would like fold clothes, organize things, start picking up and everything. And that's interesting. One time we were on vacation somewhere. I we were in Decatur, and I don't remember if we were there for a funeral. Honestly, I think we were there for a funeral, but I don't remember. And 
What what state is Decatur in? Illinois. Because there's also one in Tennessee, so I just wanted to clarify uh, it's for in our Illinois. listeners out there. Yeah, it's in Illinois. Um, it's like in the middle of the state in Illinois. And that's where my dad was basically born and raised. And so when we were there, um, they got into some kind of fight. I think I was probably like 14, 15 age, maybe even a little bit younger than that. And they were like getting the fight about something and I just started folding literally all my clothes in my suitcase and reorganizing it because that was all I could find to do. And my mom, they called me and they're like, what's wrong with you? Like they knew something was up because I was folding laundry in my suitcase. I was organizing it. So I get the nervous clean. I do the same thing. Um, yeah, we're just working, ready to get my house all nice and pretty because we are having guests over this weekend. They are coming in on Friday, and you guys are coming over Friday night. Yeah. I'm going to take some family pictures for them, and then we're going to have our first guest on, which we will talk about in a couple minutes. We'll get back to that. Yeah, I'm pretty excited. So what else are you doing this weekend? This weekend we are going to a concert. Who's the the concert? (laughs) Who's the concert? We are going to see A Day to Remember. Um. Can you tell me what they sing? <laughs> I feel like I should know them, but I don't. Okay, so I honestly, I I might put them in the wrong genre. If <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't know. I I love music, I but I don't. I think they're punk. I don't know for sure because they are my husband's favorite band. Okay, so they're not your favorite they're band? They're not my favorite band. They're my husband's favorite band. Um... My husband was in the Marine Corps. We met in 2010, and we I'm sure we'll hear all about that whole story eventually, too. Um, but the when – okay, little little tidbit. It kind of goes back a little bit. But we met – I had to go back home to Illinois. I was only 19. I had turned 19 there. Actually, I don't even know if I was 19. And I don't even remember if this was after we got married or before we got married. <laughs> I think it was after. Okay, this was after. Okay, I don't need to tell you the whole story. Is this story. what happens after you've been married? This is what happens. Long you just, just forget You just everything. forget what it happened. Okay, so we were definitely married already, I think. And we all hopped in the car. We were stationed in Jacksonville, North Carolina. So we hopped in the car and we drove to Myrtle Beach with all of his Marine Corps friends and we saw a day to remember because they were all obsessed with them. Literally all of his friends in the Marine Corps were obsessed with them. So we drove all the way there and we went to like the House of Blues or whatever. And we were listening to them and everybody was having a good time. And everybody was drunk except for me because I was not 21 yet, even though I was married. <laughs> oh, that sucks. Yeah. Oh, I'll tell you. It got even worse. But what? you just drink water? Yeah, I'm pretty sure I just drink soda. I might have, no, I don't think I drank anything. Like, oh. my husband didn't even buy me a drink. Oh. And I, I don't remember if I was pregnant or not. Oh, I yeah. might have okay. been pregnant with Audrey at this time, but I don't remember. So that might be another reason why I did not drink. But I don't remember. Um, But so we actually got kicked out of that concert. What? Yeah. <laughs> Excuse me? Wait. We got kicked out because we are we are just standing there and stuff and these people behind Will, like I was standing in front of Will. You know how like when you're a teenager and you're super cute and you stand in front of the guy that like you're with or dating, in my case married when I'm a teenager, um, no. you like they wrap their arms around like your waist. It was literally, that never happened to me. Oh, okay. Well, sorry, let's see. But that's how Will was like, he was like standing behind me and wrapped his arms around 
my waist and we were just like both watching the concert and these guys behind him kept like pushing into him and we were like they have mosh pits at these type things but we were nowhere near that like they have different that's like more towards like you should see her face right now a mosh pit yeah but it's more towards those exist yes they exist i thought they were fake no they're real what's happening but they it's more up towards the stage so we were like farther back and by like the bar area you weren't in the mosh pit i was not in the mosh pit i was safe and that's like and that's thing, like, I was, I, I am not teeny tiny anymore, but at that age, I was, like, teeny tiny, size, like, two pants or ones or whatever it was, and, like, little fragile Candace who couldn't fend for herself at all, and I'm surrounded by these, like, 22, 23-year-old Marines, and maybe even some 21, and we were all, like, standing there, all of our friends and stuff, and, like, some of them were out, like, smoking and stuff, and we were inside watching the concert, And this guy kept, like, pushing into Will. But then it was, like, he was almost pushing into me, too. And so Will turned around and was, like, hey, man, can you stop? Like, you keep hitting. I could have swear that we were married. And I think he was, I think he said, like, you keep hitting me. And I'm, like, my wife is right here. Or girlfriend, if we were married or not. Still can't remember. Will doing that. And he was just, like, hey, man, can you stop? Like, you are, like, hitting us and stuff. And the guy just gave him a dirty look. And then... He kept doing it, and, like, I think he, like, really hit me, like, bumped into me really hard, and Will turned around and punched him. And so, (laughs) so he, Will, like, literally, I'm pretty sure Will, like, picked me up, and, like, they, like, escorted us out, but, like, it was, like, a huge, like, fiasco at that point, so he, like, literally picked me up out of the crowd. It's like, we're done. Yeah. Scooping up my wife. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, God. And carried me out, and then, like. So all of us, because everybody was around and everybody was our friends, they were all pissed off too, yelling at this guy. And it was just yeah. started into this like giant fight. And so we all got kicked out. You started your own mosh pit. We started our own mosh pit. Oh, no. And then we had to listen to their two favorite songs from the parking lot. <laughs> oh. but so then, what do they sing? They sing um, like, it's kind of like some of their stuff has like a lot of like the screamo stuff in it, but okay. some of it does not. I don't, I wouldn't. Yeah. And see, I listened to a lot of that stuff when I was a teenager. Like, I was, but more like the emo version. Like, I'm like. Oh, my gosh, Candace. What dashboard, kind of teenager were you? Dashboard confessional. Boys that? like girls. Like, plain white tees. All that stuff. I know them. What? What? The Hey There Delilah song? Yes. That's the one song everybody knows from <laughs> plain white tees. What kind of teenager do you? Yeah, that's like. Okay, but that wasn't really the type of teenager I was. That was more of like middle school, maybe freshman year. So like I was definitely dressed like one of those little scene girls for sure. Lindsay's trying not to die right now. She's laughing so hard. <laughs> um, uh, for a little bit, but. The type of teenager I was once I got into, like, full high school after my little emo middle school stage. Like, 16. Like, 16? Yeah. Oh, 16, I... I First, I went to a private Catholic high school. What? Yeah, my first year, and I loved it. Really? Loved Are it. you Catholic? So, my dad was born and raised Catholic. His whole entire family is Catholic. When he married my mom, my mom is from Southern Alabama, so she's Southern Baptist. So they did not see, wow. yeah, they did not see eye to eye no. on religion. Mm-mm. So they had decided that with me and my brother, they would answer any questions that we had, 
and we could go to church if we wanted to. We could pick whatever church we wanted to, but we never went to church as a family. I cannot tell you one time that we ever went all four of us together, which is funny because I always came to my dad for questions with with religion. And so I feel like I was basically raised Catholic because of my dad. I went to mass on big holidays like Easter, Christmas, that kind of thing. And then my brother, so my brother, um, his best friend was a black kid and his name was Zacchaeus. And he was the most hilarious kid ever. I say was, I don't, I, he's still like running around somewhere, but I just don't know what all he's doing. He's still somewhere. Yeah, he's somewhere. I'm sure he's still in Southern Illinois, but, um, they were best friends and my brother started going to church with them. What were they? Um, I think they were Baptist, but they went to, um, like there was not another white person in the church, but my brother and my brother was getting baptized. He decided to get baptized. And so me and my mom went to church there. We were the only white family and it was probably the funnest time I've ever had at church in my life. It was a freaking blast. Um, so I think They're, they do church right. We the rest of us are doing it wrong. I think I know. I agree. They have so much fun. I know. We go to church and we you fall asleep. Well, I'm Catholic, so yes, we're you fall very asleep. Quiet. But I also get nervous now that I was raised that way. I get really nervous going to other churches that are so loud, except for African American churches. Is that is that correct? Okay, but you guys know what I mean. I've I've been to a few. We, you know what? That I'm very um, passionate about this. I want to have a person of color, male or female, I don't care, on the podcast to go over correct terms with us. That would be so nice because I don't want to be offensive. I, Me neither. But just because everything is, and I'm so, super passionate about it. Yeah, it's so brought to light that I almost feel like I'm the opposite now. Where I'm trying to make sure that I don't offend anybody. Yeah, as opposed to just being normal. Yep, because. Me too. I try very hard. Yeah. So I want um, to have somebody on to go over all of that with us. Just tell me what's right and wrong and I will abide because I'm a rule follower. Yeah, same. I mean, I am now. I was not when I was a teenager. So back to my teenage years. <laughs> um, I was a partier. What? Big partier. I had, do you know what a consumption ticket is? No. What? What? Okay. What consumption ticket? Like okay. you've consumed too much and now you get a ticket, like a speeding ticket? Yeah, but mine was I consumed too much alcohol under the age. Oh, so you just got an underage. Yeah. We call them where I'm from, underage. Oh. Like, you got an underage. Yeah, I had three within a two-week period. So you didn't learn your lesson after the first one. Okay, so funny story time. Ready for this? This is funny. This is my dad's fault. <laughs> I don't believe you. And no, I it is. I feel like you need to call your dad and be like, no, he, what's the story? This is a story. I'm going to tell you. So my, I dated a guy a little bit older than me and he's a complete douchebag and I hate him, but yeah, that's a whole different story. Um, <laughs> I wish you guys could see my face. Yeah, he was talking about a controlling relationship when you're 15. It was Oof. intense, but okay. So <laughs> I was hanging out with a group of friends um, it was very rare because it was very rare that this guy let me hang out with my friends. So, mm. yeah, he was fun. Um, so then, um, Pierre, come on, dude. First we have Meyer interrupting us, and now we have Pierre interrupting us. You can hear him. I know. You can hear him. Guys, sorry. The Frenchie is coming to join us. Um, but so my first consumption ticket was I had a friend who was going to drive me home. 
he is he snorting into the microphone? Yes. <laughs> I had a friend driving me home. Um, I was being smart and I had a DD from my friend's basement. Basically, we had a, a this kid this kid's house. His name was Sam. We all partied in his basement. He had like a pool table and like a living room set up down there and everything. And we just always were in his basement hanging so he out. He was the cool kid. He was not the cool kid. Oh. He was the like. Kind of weird kid, but everybody loved him. He was the facilitator of yeah. the fun. Yeah, he okay. was fun. And so my this guy was giving me a ride home, and there was – it was me, another girl in the back seat, and then another kid in the front seat that he was all taking home. And so we get to the first kid's house. I was sitting in – that was sitting in the front seat, and I have a beer in my hand. Don't ask me why I'm drinking beer, because now I would never, ever drink a beer. But I had a beer in my hand. And one kid gets out. He walks in front of the car across the street to his house. He gets inside. He is safe. He is the luckiest person in the world. He is safe. I get out of the back seat. This this shows how dumb I am. I get out of the back seat. I shut the door. I chug the rest of the beer. I throw it in the yard that we're parked in front of. And then I get back into the front seat and put my seatbelt on. I look up after I'm putting my seatbelt on and there are two cops at the stoplight in front of us who literally watched everything I just did, pulls up behind us, grabs a flashlight, looks at whatever I threw and then stopped us. So my dad got called and had to come pick me up on the side of the road. No, I was getting into the I was getting into the passenger seat seat. because he had gotten out of the car. No, our driver you was just sober. Stayed in the back yeah. seat. Yep, Candace. I know. I should have. Okay. And so, and I should have not have thrown that beer. Also, that was very disrespectful. And you would cringe if you ever saw your children doing that. Oh, I would. Um. And so then, my dad had to pick me up on the side of the road with cops because we were not at a house or anything. No. And as my dad is picking me up, another car of teenagers drive by and are yelling my name and hooting and hollering at me. And that just pissed my dad off even more. Oh, it was grand. So homecoming was the next week. And I only remember one more story. I know I got three within a two-week period, but I don't remember what the last one was. So then my dad's pissed off. And he's like, listen, you can go to homecoming, but... You cannot drink. And if a police officer comes, and that was one thing I blew. Like, I blew into the thing because they asked me to, like, blow into, like, the breathalyzer or whatever, and I did it. He goes, do not blow. And I was like, okay. And he was just like, he told me, he was like, you never blow. He was like, if you get caught drinking, you never blow. And I was like, yeah. okay, great. And so. Wait, why do you not blow? I wouldn't know why you I don't know. Blow. I don't know. I think because they, they won't have, um. Pierre, go. I, I think it's because, like, evidence. Like, they don't have the evidence or something. I don't yeah. know. But he said, like, do not blow. So I'm out at this bonfire with ex said boyfriend and all of his friends. I have not had a drop to drink. Okay? Not one. I was scared shitless to drink and get caught again. Yeah. We're in the middle of nowhere. So the state police, because the county and the town or whatever can't come out to us because we are out of bounds. In the middle or, of nowhere. Yeah. In the middle of nowhere. And they come out and they are asking, they have, they're all like shit face drunk. And I'm the only sober one. And I'm telling them I have not had anything to drink. And they're like, okay, well you need to blow in this. 
guess what I didn't do? You you blew in it? No. Oh, you didn't blow in it. <gasps> I didn't blow in it because my dad told me never to blow. So you were listening to your dad. I was listening to my dad. I refused to blow. I was completely sober. But because I did not blow, they still took me to the police station and still gave me a ticket. And my dad still had to come pick me up. What did he say? He basically smacked himself in the forehead and was like, Candace, when you don't drink, you can blow. And I was <laughs> but like, but he didn't say that. No, to you. I he know. just said, don't blow. I know. So, oh, no. Yeah, that's that, what happened. Well, I mean, that I, was the kind of teenager I was. And I also dropped out of high school. But you finished. Um, I have my GD. I'm so proud of you. Yeah. I actually got it like three months after I dropped out of high school. I worked for my dad. Like I, so my dad had moved me from my small, like high school that I had grown up with most of these people my whole life because it's in the same town that I grew up in. And he got a new coaching job. My dad was a high school football coach on the side. He owned his own business too. But we moved to this new town following this other, um, this other, we're both like dropping, like stepping away because someone has to yawn or something. Um, but he followed this other football coach to a new town because they liked coaching together. And we, <laughs> that said coach, not my dad, not my dad, that other said coach got caught with an underage girl. That was a huge thing in my town that, like, kept happening. Yeah, and so he got fired, and anybody who was associated with him also got fired. So I had to go to this new high school, like, 30 minutes away from this town that I grew up in, and I hated it. So I literally would never go. I would write, like, I'd forge my dad's signature, write fake notes, just skip, just literally leave school. Once I got my driver's license and had a car, I was never there. And so... My dad ended up withdrawing me because I basically was failing anyways because I wasn't ever going. And then I got my GD and I worked for my dad for like a year. And then I went to cosmetology school. And here we are. And here we are. Did you finish cosmetology school? I finished cosmetology school. I never took the boards. I never took the test or anything. Um, so I think if like I would ever want to do hair, which I know nothing I would need to go back to school, and I know I would need to go back to school because I don't remember anything because I was 17. Yeah. So I, I don't remember I remember very few nothing. things from college. Yeah. Just kidding. I remember a lot. <laughs> but what kind of teenager were you? I was the bad teenager. Were you a good teenager? I was the exact opposite of you, Yeah. <laughs> I, I, so my, I feel like it has a lot to do with, like, my first name because my first name, I mean, my last name starts with an A, Adcock, originally now my pal, but... Whenever you sit in the front row and you're always the first kid, plus I don't know what it, it's just about my personality. I'm just such a rule follower. I never, like I can't stand the thought of getting in trouble. My face immediately starts, if I feel like I'm in, like I've hurt your feelings or like you're going to get mad at me or you're going to tell me no, my face will turn red immediately. Really? Whether it's like real or not, it just will, you'll be like, why is your face red? And it's because I've said something or may, I don't know, I'll just get nervous. So I don't, I never got in trouble. I never did anything wrong ever, never. Mm, Never. That's Audrey. I was a straight A student. I made a B once um, because I had, I think I got sick with the flu in um, 11th grade. Okay. And I made a B because I missed a homework assignment. So that made one B and it, it just like still haunts me to this day. Oh my gosh. This is, yeah. And I was the kid too. Like I didn't really, I mean, I had a lot of friends in high school, 
but I hated everybody because I thought they were really bad people. <laughs> Is that awful? That's me. You I'm hated so... me in high school because I was a bad person. <laughs> no, not that. No, like, so, like, I, my friends weren't nice to people. They weren't I wasn't nice, nice to either. each other. They're like, it was like, I was mean. It was like Mean Girls. Yeah. My high school is like Mean Girls. Yeah. that's. I think that's every high school because I can so tell awful. you that today I have so many people who were awful to me in high school and even right after high school that tried to like friend me on Facebook and talk to me and act yeah. like goody two-shoe. Can you hear that? Like mm-hmm. it's this computer and I turned it off because it's like making. There we go. I don't know why I just randomly turned back on. Sorry, Sorry guys. Do you have a ghost? Maybe my brother is probably haunting me, but <laughs> we'll see. I'm still friends with all those people on Facebook because I really going into college. I was like, I need to make all new friends. And like I did now yeah. completely different set of group of friends. But now watching some of them, not all of them, but some of them turn into really cool adults is extremely rewarding for me. Yeah. And I, I see that too. Like a lot of the people that were awful to me in high school and stuff are awesome. Super cool. Some of them aren't adults. I know some of them aren't. But some, some of them are, some of them cool. And like, yeah. some of them I will accept on like Facebook and I will chat with every now and then and talk yeah. to them and stuff now because they are mature now yes. and stuff. Yes. But a lot of people don't realize like when they look at my life, like they, I don't tell a lot of people things that like, yeah, that are happening. And growing up, I was the same way because yeah. I didn't want any more things that people knew about me that they could use against me. Right. I didn't, and I didn't want to be made fun of, but I didn't want to feel less. Yes, me too. And so a lot of crap that people think they know about me, they don't know the whole story Yeah, or they don't know any of it at all. Like a lot of people would be shocked if I told them the crap that like happened back then. Yeah, absolutely. If, and I think that's one thing that I was really proud of growing up is like how, I could keep my personal, what was going on with my family separate from what was going on at school. Yeah. And I think that was like, I mean, I wasn't nice to people too. Like I was mean to a lot of people. And that's probably like, now that I look back, it's probably crap that I was dealing with too, making me be a jerk. See, I wasn't that way. I was the type of person, and I think I still am, where I just put everyone else first. And I would just always do what was right. Always. Like, even if I didn't have time for it, I'd still do what was right. I'm like that now. I've, I've, I've literally, since I was born, I think that's just my personality where, and I had anxiety then, but it was never diagnosed until I was an adult. So I would have these episodes of emotion that I couldn't control because someone was being mean to me or whatever, but I never knew what it was. And so my friends probably thought I was crazy because I would just cry. And then I didn't want to hang out with them. So I was the type of kid that would beg my dad to hang out with me on the weekend and he'd be like, go make friends. And so I'd go make friends and then I'd hate them and I'd come back and I'd come home and I'd be like, dad, I hate everybody. Will you please hang out with me? And he'd hang out with me. It was like this continuous cycle of my dad being my best friend. Um, and in, in high school I had habitual, well, I had a habit of like having a friend and then not liking them. And so just stop hanging out with them and hang out with someone else, like continuously looking for someone to be like me. And there was nobody in my hometown that was like me. So I don't know if I did this when I was younger, but I, I caught myself doing this now that I'm older and I, when I get comfortable around somebody, I, and I haven't done this with you, hopefully. You'll have to tell me if I have because I'm, I haven't and I don't think I will. But there's, there's some people that if I start to like get closer with and I can feel like they feel more comfortable around me, I'll start being mean to them and shutting them off. Oh, no, you haven't done that. Because I don't want them, like, I'm trying to think of like how I can explain it. I shut people off because I don't want them to know 
like everything about me. Yeah, well, if that makes sense. No, I absolutely get that because okay, vulnerable. So, I'm not good with being vulnerable, vulnerable. And, around and so people. The, for me, and mom, if you're listening, I'm so sorry. But like for me, through my like needed my mom years, my mom wasn't there. Yep, same. And my stepmom passed away, and so I was 13, being raised by a dad. Girl, who didn't right know what you. he was doing, yeah. and my sister doing her best she could to help me out because she was only three years older. So I was thirteen, she was sixteen. I mean, it was just crazy time, and that left me with this. It's hard to relate to people. Yes. It's hard to connect, and it's hard to trust Even that today. they're not going to leave you. Yes. Even, Even today, today, because yeah. I look at people on Facebook and everything who always brag about like going shopping with their mom still and all this stuff. And I don't have that. I don't have that. Um, and it's just like, I don't have that. Like my mom is in my life, but I don't have the type of relationship with my mom, like normal women have with their moms. And I have to say for a really long time, I didn't have that. And even to this day, we're not the best mom and daughter relationship, but my mom tries really hard. And I think that that isn't worth noting Yeah, because She's not perfect. Yeah, I'm, nobody is. Nobody is, but I think now in her life, she's starting to listen more, and it's so weird because, like, she's, it still is, like, is my mom going to shut the door on me and yell at me and tell me that I'm not worthy, or is she still going to love me? So being vulnerable with her is the hardest thing in the world. Yeah. But at the same time, she's not done it in a long time, so. Well, fingers <laughs> crossed. How do you, mom? Yeah, fingers crossed she doesn't anymore. But I'm going to, I'm going to tell you, I'm going to tell you a story. Okay. So, the first, this is how I knew that I had mommy issues, and I was, in college, I think we were either sophomore or juniors in college. I went home with my best friend for Thanksgiving, and she'd taken her boyfriend to spend time with her family. So we all went from... So it was like a threesome going. Yeah, we were driving down there okay. to, to Memphis, and I've been to lots of her family things. My family does holidays on weird days, so it was fine for me to go spend Thanksgiving or New Year's with them um, often. And... She had gotten tickets to a basketball game, and I didn't want to go. So her dad and her brothers and her and her boyfriend went, and I was left with her mom. And that was so fun with me. I love her mom. And we went shopping. It was right around – it was, like, both the day before Thanksgiving or something. But we went shopping, and she took me into, like, a Dillard's or a Belk. Mm-hmm. And we went – she was like, let's go try on some dresses. And I was like, okay. And she was like, oh, you look so pretty in this. You look so pretty in this. Like pulling stuff off the rack, just handing it to me. I, you have to understand this had never happened to me ever. Not mm-hmm. once in my life had anyone picked up a dress and handed it to me and said, you're going to look so good in this. I'm going to start crying now because this I know. is like the best moment of my whole life. And I went in there and tried them on and I came out and just the look on her face. And she was just like, you are so pretty. Oh. You have to buy that dress and buying that dress for you. And I was like, I started crying in the dressing room and I was like, she was like, why are you upset? This looks so good. And I was like, I've never had anyone take me dress shopping ever. Yeah. And it's not even something I knew I missed or, or thought I I've never missed. had anybody take me dress shopping either. I mean, and and I, I bought my wedding dress with her on accident. And it's just oh, like. Oh, wait. Are you talking about Chandler's mom? Yeah, I'm talking about Chandler's oh, mom. It's I Ava. I love her. I know. And it's just like she's filled. She was so sweet. Yeah. She's filled so much in me that I didn't even know I was missing. Yeah. And it's like. When I do become a mom, I want to be like her yep. and remember all the things that my mother and I struggle with and make sure that that doesn't happen with my kids. Yeah. So I do. I. God, I'm crying. I'm such it's a baby. Okay. It's okay. <laughs> um, I, I had kind of the same experience with my mother-in-law, my mother-in-law and father-in-law. And I'm not saying this because like it's okay. I was a spoiled brat. Growing up, like my dad literally bought me whatever I wanted. He bought me three freaking cars. Like I have, 
I'm trying to count how many cars my dad bought me, but they were two on accident. Yeah, so. <laughs> I was a bad driver. So, yeah, I was two. Like, that's the thing. My, mine was because I wrecked, but yeah. Um, <laughs> but my dad's <laughs> flooded. You're flooded. <laughs> but. Yes. I was spoiled. Like, it wasn't that my dad never bought me things, but. To this day, I still have a hard time going shopping with my mother-in-law because she always tries, like, she'll tell me, she'll be like, this, you need this and you need this and you need this and she'll buy them for me and she will be like, I'm paying and she'll always take it and I always feel so guilty because I'm like, I don't like, and I think that's the like issue. It's like, I'm not like used to that. deserve it. Yeah. And I'm not used to that. Like having like yeah. a mom figure and being like, it's okay. I got it. And like. I feel like sometimes it makes me look like I'm not thankful for it or like whatever, but it's just so bizarre to me that someone does that for somebody. It's hard to accept it. Yeah, it's very hard to accept it. Yeah. So I get it from that aspect. But yeah, I've never had actually, so we didn't have a big wedding. I did go dress shopping. My mom did go with me the second time that I went dress shopping. I mean, so the first time I went, I just went with... Will's cousin and my best friend um, in North Carolina. And then my mom made it a freaking huge ordeal that she didn't go with me. And so I went again with my best friend and her in Illinois when I went to go visit there at one point after. And Will Will and I were already married. Like, we were just planning, like, a big wedding. Um, And I found another dress and stuff. And I pretended to love a dress and act like it was the one just to get out of the situation because it was just awkward. Did I ever tell you that I did that with my mom? No. I So I accidentally bought a dress in Memphis. Mom knows now. Okay. Chandler's mom asked, was like, hey, you're, I'm so excited for you to be engaged. Let's go dress shopping when you're here in Memphis. I was there for her brother's birthday. And we went and accidentally bought a dress. I mean, it was just like... The most perfect Not the dress that you wore? It is the dress I wore. The dress okay. I wore is the dress I bought with Chandler's mom, Ava. Okay. But I didn't want my mom to miss out on that because we've been doing good for so many years. Yeah. So I made an appointment at David's Bridal. Mm-hmm. Fake. I already have a dress. And took my mom shopping with just me, my mom, and my sister and pretended that mm-hmm. I didn't have a dress yet. And then pretended to hate every single thing I put on just so my mom could have the experience. And then my mom and my sister proceeded to get into a knockdown drag out fight. Yep. Screaming and crying. The whole, the, it was awful. Parking lot. In the parking lot. It was so, it was so bad that I regret, I actually Maybe. regret doing that for my mom. Like she did because not appreciate. It yeah. And that, but it, you know what? The dress that I did buy, it makes it that much more special. Yeah. Yeah. Because you didn't have that bad experience with that dress. Yes. But to answer your question, what kind of teenager was I? I was the uh, hard, narrow Followed all the rules, did nothing wrong. Perfect child. Perfect child. I was going to be late one time for curfew because I accidentally left my boyfriend's house late. And I got behind a slow driver, which I swear was drunk. So I called my dad to tell him I was going to be late. I was seven minutes late and I got in trouble. You got in trouble? Um, He took my keys away for eight minutes and he gave them back. Oh. That, that's the only time. The for only eight time. eight minutes. Are, yeah. are our dads related? The because only time I ever got in trouble. Not once, Candace. I don't talk back to my dad. He's what he oh, says I don't, goes. I don't talk back about to my dad mm-hmm. either. Me and my dad will have discussions. Yeah, we have discussions. And talk about stuff. But if my dad tells me no about something. It's no. It's no. So sorry, Lindsay. You can't have it. Yeah. There's no. Yeah. So yeah. No. I was a great kid. Yeah. I was not. So dramatic. But I'm still daddy's little kid. girl. I'm a huge daddy's girl. I know you are too. Yeah. Um. 
Oh man. So what are to get off of like on a little bit lighter note, if I could speak. <laughs> lighter note. Lighter note. What are your Thanksgiving plans? So this will be the first year that Ben and I aren't going home for the holidays. And by that, for I mean no holidays. No holidays. None. Um, And by Ben and I, I mean me. Ben's been lots of holidays without his parents, but not me. So this is the first holiday season for me. It's our first one as a married couple. So for Thanksgiving, my dad and my sister are coming in. Oh, yay. And I started cooking last night. Wait. Because I make everything from scratch, so you have to, like, really prepare. So even the broth that I'm going to use in our dressing is in my crock pot currently being made. Wait, how are you going to store it to make sure it doesn't go bad? You freeze it. Oh. You see, can can I it. don't know anything about cooking, so I don't know. I grew up on a farm, so I can freeze or can or whatever. I can self-sustainable. So, yeah, I'm making my own beef broth to use for Thanksgiving. Oh, my goodness. It should be done tonight. So your sister and your dad are coming out. Is your sister's husband coming too? Adam um, forgot to ask off for <gasps> – so they got a hotel room. They were going to board their dog. Like, he knew all about it, but he forgot to ask off for work. For that oh. many days, so he's not coming, and now my sister, I, I love him so much, do not yeah. get me wrong, but I'm really excited to have her in my house and staying with me. Oh, because she's not going to need a hotel room. She's not going to need a hotel room now. They're not bringing their one dog and boarding their other, so I get her to myself. And so selfishly, I'm really excited. I hate that he's not coming because we don't get to yeah. spend a lot of time together, but at the same time, like, I miss her so much, so I'm stoked. Yeah, that'll be fun. And yeah. to have your guys' dad there, too, that'll be fun. Yes, and my dream come true is, like, hosting Thanksgiving dinner and, like, making a big ham and, like, gravy. And Wait, so, do you have ham instead of turkey? Well, my dad's allergic to bird, so yes, we have Your ham. dad is allergic to bird. He can't have chicken, and we're not sure if he can have turkey, but I'm assuming he can't have turkey, and he's not going to try turkey because he doesn't want to die. Yeah, he doesn't want to risk it. Yeah, he's like deathly allergic to, to chicken, so we have ham. Wow, I've never heard of somebody being allergic to chicken. My dad is. That's interesting. What did he eat at your wedding? Um, That's all we had, the pork shanks. Oh, mm. okay. That makes so sense. So he had that. Interesting. Um, do you work on Black Friday? I do work on Black Friday. I work from six to like three, so oh. I'll get off work and then we're going to go watch Frozen 2. Oh, that's so fun. We're going to go see Frozen 2 in Chicago. Okay, tell me about your Thanksgiving. Okay, so, so originally my dad turns 60 next June. Really? Yeah. And is that, what, is that young or old? Would you, did you think he'd be older or younger? Um, I can't remember how old my dad is. After he turned 50, I stopped counting, and he was born in 63. What year was your dad born in? Uh, 60. So he's only three years older yeah. than my dad. Yeah. Yeah. So no, it's not old. Yeah. Um. So my dad will be 60 next year, and my stepmom just turned 60 on November 13th. So okay. they wanted to do this like big 60th celebration thing and they for some reason decided to go to I always say it wrong. I think it's something Padre Island in Texas. I don't know. I don't know what it is. It's something Padre Island in Texas and they had planned this whole like vacation. They're like we like have the rooms and everything. All you guys have to do is pay to get there. And we're like, "Okay, cool." So they planned this a long time ago, probably like January. So we had all this time to plan it. Well, some family members got pregnant, which is not me. Some (laughs) some family members just couldn't make like couldn't afford it. Some people can't fly and the drive was too far. Yeah. And with us, we were the only ones who were going to go that had kids. 
So we were trying to decide what we were going to do. And then Will was like, you know, I really don't want to like take off any more work, etc. blah, blah, blah. Why don't you and Audrey just go? And I'm like, okay, well, then the last like there were still some kids going. Well, then they backed out. And so Audrey would have been the only kid there. And so I had talked to my dad and I was like, you know, would you rather me and Audrey come to Texas and her be the only kid and like us not really because like they're just partying the whole time and like really not be able to do anything. Yeah. Or would you rather me and Audrey come to Chicago for Thanksgiving? And I was like, Will said he's totally fine with it. Like he'll stay home with the other two kids and the dogs and stuff because we can't like it's just so much money for all five of us to fly and board our dogs when we're leaving and all like the logistics and everything. It's just a ton. It's just a ton of money to leave town. Yeah. Yeah. And so Will was like, why don't just you and Audrey go? And I was like, okay, fine. So my dad was like, yep, why don't you guys come to Chicago? You guys can see everybody while you're here, all the kids, everything like that. So next Wednesday, Audrey and I are flying out to go to Chicago, not Texas. They just got back from Texas, um, but to Chicago. And I'm super excited. We're flying out on probably the busiest year, the busiest day of the year yeah. in the airport. But I'm a little nervous, but not that much because Audrey's so well behaved and like just listens and follows directions like you. Yeah. So she'll be fine in the airport. And then so we're leaving on Wednesday and we get back at four o'clock in the morning on Monday morning. I think you're going to have a fine time traveling because RDU isn't that big of an airport. Yeah, I don't think so. Yeah, I think (laughs) our layover is in Atlanta, though. Okay, well, good luck with that one. Yeah, I know. (laughs) I'll be sending my vibes towards you on Wednesday. I know. Uh, any vibes I have because I'll be working and then cooking. But. I think it, I don't think it's a, a one way, like a direct flight. I might be wrong. It might be a direct flight, but for some reason, I think we're stopping in Atlanta at least one time. Well, if Will doesn't have plans, he can come over to us. Yeah. So I don't think Will does have any plans. He, we have relatives that live in the area, but he really wants to cook his own like Thanksgiving meal. Oh. So I don't know what his exact plans are. He was going to drive up to Delaware to see his parents, but yeah, it's so it's six hours with two kids, two dogs by himself. He's like in just all the people on the road and everything. He's not wanting to do that. And so he's not doing that. Um, but yeah, I'm excited to go to Chicago, even though I don't know why I always decide to go to Chicago when it's freaking cold outside, but I'm going. I know. Audrey is like stoked. She's like, I am ready for snow. And I was like, what if it doesn't even snow? (laughs) I know. (laughs) Poor kid. I know. She'll be so disappointed. She'll be the saddest snowless kid. I know. Because she's so ready to see a whole bunch of snow. But we are, I'm super excited to go see my dad and to see my stepmom and to hang out with everybody and eat all the yummy Chicago food. So ready. Have you ever been to Chicago? Once. When? How old were you? Um, could you appreciate it? I was six, so I had to have been 21, 22, or 23. Okay, so here's my thing. I did appreciate it, but I'm afraid of um, tall buildings, so most of the time I was like ducking down because I kept thinking it was going to fall over on me. Oh my gosh. And it has nothing, y'all, it has nothing to do with the 9 11 thing, it has everything to do with like vertigo. Mm. And it's like upside down vertigo. That's scary. I have it both ways, looking down and looking up. You just feel like people are, like, things are going to fall down? Mm-hmm. Or, like, someone's going to drop a penny and it's going to murder me. Like, <gasps> I, I, it's, like, it's not rational, but the, the feeling that I get when I look up, I just feel like I'm going to fall over or pass out or, like, the world's coming down on me. That's terrifying. Absolutely terrifying. It is terrifying. It's a, it's a sad life to live. Going to New York City is my worst fear, but I really want to go. You've never been? No. Oh, my gosh, Lindsay. That's where, all, that's where Will grew up. 
That's like where the magic happens apparently with Christmas time. No one else has a good Christmas we're going. unless it's in New York. We're going. We're making going a girls trip and we're going to New York City. I I have a free place for us to stay. I'm really afraid of things though. So you have to like be prepared to deal with me being like, oh, but it's then I'll okay. still do it. It's okay. I'll just cry about it silently. Okay. We'll figure it out. We'll have, well, we will go. Okay. New York City. I never, like growing up, I always wanted to go to New York City. I never thought I'd ever be able to go. That it was some like big magical place that like yeah. I was never going to be able to even get close to going I'm to. I'm not cool enough for New York City. And my husband was basically born and raised there. So okay. so I have two cousins that live there now. Okay. Cousins that I'm like close with that I okay. love. And Ben's best friend lives in Connecticut. So like we couldn't make this a girl's trip. Ben has to come too. Okay. We can make it a whole person trip. Okay. A whole person trip. A, a whole, whole person trip. A whole everybody trip. Anybody um, and everybody. Yeah. Can come. Anybody and everybody. But um, what are your plans for Christmas if you're not you're not going home for Thanksgiving and you're not going home for Christmas I'm really excited for Christmas because we're gonna this year we get to make our own tradition yes and so I'm gonna tell you what my tradition is and I'll tell you what our tradition is too that we started when we got married I'm so excited okay so I told this to Ben last night and he thinks I'm crazy I don't even care so the Sunday after Christmas is when my mom would always traditionally decorate for Christmas so we're gonna continue that on and what we're gonna do is we're gonna put a a bunch of Christmas movies on. We're going to pull out our new Christmas tree, put some spice cider on, and we're going to, like, bake cookies, and we're going to put our tree up and uh, decorate it. Yeah, but no bows. No bows. <laughs> and then on Christmas Day, um, we're going to do stockings. We're going to fill each other's stockings up. And we weren't going to do presents this year, but I changed my mind because I, I'm going to get Does some- he know that you changed your mind? He does know. Okay. Because I said, Ben... I changed my mind. I need you to buy me a jacket. I want a winter coat. I need a big, because all mine are, I got bigger after I got sick. So I need a bigger coat. None of them fit. Yeah. Right? I want to be able to zip it. Yeah. Um, so I need it. I need actually need a coat. And yeah. so I gave him something to get me, sent him some pictures and was like, good luck. Here's a price range. But I'm going to get him something and I'm not going to spoil it um, because he thinks I'm getting him one thing. And it's not that. And it's not that. I lied, but I'm a really bad liar, so I'm not going to spoil it for him, and he's going to be like, what did you lie about? These are all the things you said you might get me. What are you lying about? That's that's a conversation we're about to have when he hears this. Yeah, but you have a couple weeks for him to hear this, so. I know, and by then, I'll already have it, and it'll already be hidden, and uh, yeah. Yeah, Um. so that's your new tradition, like your Sunday and stockings and stuff like that. Yeah, stockings so, are our thing. Yeah, so our tradition, I don't know why we decided this or how we started it, but our tradition is every Christmas Eve, we exchange ornaments. So oh, we get an ornament. Fun. Yeah, we get an ornament for each other that, and we try to get it to explain something that happened to us within the past year, like something that represents our past year. Okay. So we can go back and like remember all the things that like we did and like all that stuff. But it's also kind of like a game. Like we try to outdo each other. Like who has the best, who's giving the best ornament? Now, does the most elaborate ornament win or is it the most sentimental ornament that wins? It's kind of a mixture between the two. It's okay. like in a whole, like who gets it? I see. Yeah. Um. And so we do this and now we do it with our kids too. We eat, we get them um, like an ornament for each Christmas Eve and they open them. We all open them Christmas Eve and then we put them on our tree for the next morning and everything um we also do elf on the shelf do you do the christmas pickle we do have a christmas pickle but i don't know the tradition of that it just hangs on our tree because i don't know what the christmas pickle is for somebody got that for me one year and i don't know what it is i'm going to tell you what it is so you don't put it on the tree when you decorate it you put it on whenever the kids go to bed the first kid to spot the pickle gets an oh sorry an extra pickle sorry i got a shiver 
gets an extra pickle. I mean, gets an extra present. Oh, I was saying, I have plenty of pickles. My kid, you know that my kids it, like pickles. Myra's like pickles. Yeah, no, you don't give them a pickle. You give them a present. So whoever finds the pickle gets a present, and it's something little. Oh, fun. And they're, the, they're the pickle person for the whole year. The pickle person. I mean, I made that part up, but. Oh. <laughs> The other part is what it is. It's like a thing. Oh, I might have to do that this year then. I'm yeah. pretty sure our pickle says Audrey on it though. Well, I have an extra pickle if you need one. I've got two uh, Christmas oh, you, pickles. Oh, you are into the Christmas pickles. I don't know how I have so many, but <laughs> I don't even have kids to do this with, y'all. I'm so so I don't know what I'm getting my kids for Christmas this year. I have no... You are done Christmas shopping. I haven't even started Except yet. Been. Yeah, I don't even know what I'm getting Will for Christmas this year. I don't know. It'll be fun. But we're staying home. So we usually we go to Will's cousin's house, which is literally like five minutes away. But we are staying home this year because it's our first year owning our own house. And we want to just kind of like make our own Christmas dinner yeah. and stay at home and stuff. And we um, obviously we invited you and Ben over for dinner and stuff. You guys are more than welcome to come over. Yeah, and I then left we're that out of my Christmas plans. <laughs> we're going over to Ashley's too. Yeah, yeah. Um, but then we're inviting... Um, all of Will's family and stuff over for like dessert after. So everybody Aww. can come over and hang out and they can like exchange gifts if they want to and have dessert. Pierre, you are such a baby. So um, but our week is going to be exciting now, I guess. We don't have a lot. I don't have a lot of plans this week. Just kind of getting my house together and getting ready for our guests to come over. And on Friday, we are actually recording another podcast um, about, oh, wait, I needed to go back. I wanted to kind of bring up something else for holidays. I can I can get in that in a minute. But um, our other podcast, our next podcast, just so you guys know, is going to be all about wedding planning. Um, we are having our first special guest on Friday. So we're super excited for that, for you guys to hear a guest come on. And we're going to talk about wedding planning and... Oh, the disasters of wedding the planning. disasters of wedding planning and how I accidentally stained a dress orange so yeah we're gonna talk about that I'm gonna tell you guys the full story um but another thing I kind of wanted to touch base on is holidays after a sibling loss um I wanted to kind of get everybody's feedback and see if you guys have specific more What's the word I'm trying to think of? Um, like serious topics that you guys want us to talk about because we have a lot of serious topics that we can talk about. Um, the first things that come to my mind, I want you to list them too, Lindsay, is definitely um, sibling loss, how it is to have a sibling die and what you do, like what that whole process looks like and how that process looked for me. And um, growing up with a parent who is a drug addict, um, having like leaving your home at 19, basically all kinds of different things we can talk about that we have gone through. Um, what are some topics that you want to talk about on the podcast? So for me, like my, serious, my podcast. serious topics are obviously, or not obviously, I don't know what you guys know about me is, um, illness. Yeah. I've dealt with an Ill illness. And then from my point of view, being this person that's sick, you know, how do you protect your family and then how do you open up? Like, that was so difficult. And then um, living with a disability. That's huge, obviously huge in my life because people don't know I have a disability. I'm, it's invisible to the outer eye. And so I get judged for using the big bathrooms all the time. But until you rip off your ostomy bag in the airport, I don't want to hear oh. it. And then um, 
for me, I always want to hear about the caregiver perspective of someone who, like, even, like, when you have a child that's sick or a parent that's sick or end-of-life care, that is really important to me to learn about and know about because you don't know what those people are going through. Yeah. I know what it's like to be the sick person, but I don't know what it's like to be the yeah, person. Be on the care. other side. Yeah, be on the other side. Um, and then death. Death is always something, as a person who was sick and dealt with the emotional thought of that for so a possibility. long. Possibility. Yeah, I have a different perspective on death, and so I always think it's a topic to to prepare for and listen for because we are all gonna go. Yeah. Um. So I like to I like I like to talk about death and not in a creepy bad way, but yeah, in yeah, a yeah. healing. Yeah. Let's be open and and make sure our wishes are met kind of way. Yeah, for sure. Um. Okay. So our next podcast is going to be with a special guest. We're gonna get all into wedding planning and all of that fun stuff and the disasters that come along with wedding planning, and then um. I don't know what our our first serious topic will probably be about Lindsay's illness and what she deals with today with everyday life and how she deals with it now and how it's affected her and what exactly it is because we haven't said that yet but we won't say oh, that. Yeah. We'll wait. We'll wait. So mysterious. I yeah. just talk about it all the time and yeah. I forget to we'll wait to tell them what it is. And yeah, so if you guys have any specific like hard, serious topics that you guys want to hear about, we would love for you to DM us on Instagram, send us an email at ourladypartspodcast at gmail.com. Um, literally, you can contact us any way that you can find. And it's on our website. Yeah, too. it's on our website too. You can send us an email from our contact form on ourladyparts.com. Um, We'd love to hear your story too. So if you have lost a sibling or you've dealt with something serious or you're sick or you're a caregiver, we'd love to hear from you because... Yeah, we would love to possibly interview you. Yeah, you don't have to live in the Raleigh area for us mm-hmm. to interview you. It's super simple. Our setup, we can literally plug in uh, my phone or Lindsay's phone onto our recorder and it'll act like you guys are sitting in the room with us. So if you have dealt with any type of hard things in your life that you want to show other people and kind of like see the the way that you walk through it we would love to hear from you about that so if anybody's interested in being interviewed in the podcast definitely contact us um we would love 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 for you guys to subscribe to our podcast and to give us a five-star rating and a review we would love you so much and definitely follow us on instagram at our lady parts um podcast is it our lady parts podcast i think it is yeah I need to. Admit, so I can't confusing? remember. We have like five different things we have to remember, and it's so hard. The only one that's different is, is our, our website, website, which is ourladyparts.com. It's ourladyparts.com. Which you can find everything from that. So if you go to ourladyparts.com, you yeah. can find literally all of our social media links and how to contact us from that. And you can also listen to this podcast on our website, ourladyparts.com. So yeah, thank you guys for listening, and we will talk to you guys next week. Have a great week. Bye.